Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What's going on, Raider Nation? Micah here, along with my partner in crime, Tyler, bringing you another fantastic episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Tyler, my man, how are you doing? I'm alive. I feel alive now. I've been feeling dead for the past two weeks. So I actually have a voice. I can breathe. I'm feeling really good this evening, Micah. How about yourself? Dude, I'm doing good. You know, we've gone a couple Sundays now with uh, without any losses. So uh, I'm really <laughs> enjoying that fact. I tell you what, that was a season, man, that just... That, you know, it was a grind, you know. That was one of those things, you know, six weeks in, we all of a sudden realized it wasn't going to pan out for us this year. So really, we had about two and a half months of kind of hurrying up and waiting. And now we're in the off season. And, you know, I mean, there was plenty to look at, plenty to analyze from the young players that Gruden had. But, uh, you know, there's only so much of that you can do. I am ready for free agency. I am ready for the draft. I am ready to put the 2018 season behind us and get going here in 2019 same here same here i'm already looking forward to uh free agency and where we go with that some some decent names out there Um, yeah but yeah i'm ready to start next season already we've got about what six weeks or so now until free agency starts starts in march i think right yeah yeah so it's right around the corner i mean we're six seven about maybe about seven weeks away so i'm pretty jacked for that quick shout out though yes um tyler i'm gonna let you take this one away man what do you got for the nation today well um i had a really good conversation with a a fairly prominent member of Raider Nation. Uh, many people may know him as Raider Jeff. He runs yes. uh, Dead Pirate Sports. You can check them out at uh, deadpiratesportslasvegas.com. And that may sound like a familiar name. Um, he also does a lot of stuff with uh, Murph over uh, Sonny and Murph and the uh, Raiders fan or radio raiders fan radio i always want to say raiders fan podcast for some reason but anyway (laughs) raiders fan radio uh with murph i guess Sonny's not really there it's mikey and murph now uh so uh anyway this uh show is brought to you by dead pirate sports and raider jeff thank you for doing that stay tuned raider nation because at the end of this show we will be doing a giveaway uh, courtesy of Dead Pirate Sports. Um, they collaborated with us a little bit to give us a, a giveaway that you're not going to want to miss to get your hands on some, some Raiders merchandise. Um, and uh, yeah, at the end of the show, we will make that available to you. 
tell you all the rules and everything like that. But uh, huge shout out to Dead Pirate Sports for uh, bringing for uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, sponsoring. Sponsoring. Man. That is sponsoring the word. this podcast. That is fantastic. And Tyler, I appreciate you, man, setting that up, having that connection. Um, that's sick. And I, I, you know, I've, uh, I, I've actually listened to Raider Jeff on uh, Mikey and Murphs or Murph and Sony. I guess back, yeah, back in the day when it was Sony and Murph uh, on Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, got to listen to kind of his story and how he started. And that's really cool. That that's a really cool story. And uh, he's really built himself. Uh, a, a, a pretty neat empire over there, you know, with with Raider Nation, and and it's become a big part of Raider Nation. And excited to see him, kind of all aboard with this move to Las Vegas, and uh, uh, really going to be, you know, building the brand out there. So I'm pretty excited. As many of you may or may not know, we're going to try to bring this thing out to the home opener. In Vegas, I'm gonna try to get out there. I know Tyler, yep. you're trying to get out there as well. Trying to we're gonna try to, con- yeah, that's right. Gonna convince uh, Birch behind the scenes here. At, he may uh, have to uh, fund the trip. Yeah, at behind the eye patch here, we're gonna try to get Birch out there as well. Um, if we have to drive out and gag him and throw him in the back of a van <laughs> and and uh, stick a ticket in his pocket, we yep. that m- might have to be what happens. Uh, unbeknownst to the rest you of his family. You may have to write a check for us to get that ticket as well, but I yes. will stuff it in his pocket. Well, we know where you live, Birch, and we know where yep. the checkbook is also. So Yes, we do. Um, uh, I would just hope that it would you know you would consent to just go ahead and, and planning on that trip with us here in about, oh gosh, how far away? About 20 months. So, 20 months. Um, it, uh, anyway, but yes, big shout out to Raider Jeff for sponsoring yes. this episode of the podcast. Tyler, you got some shout outs for us. Hit us up. What what you got going on to get this thing kicked off? And then we're going to dive right in. Tyler is also on fire because uh, a there has upset. been a little upset, a little upset, rightfully so. But before we get to that, Tyler, who do you got for the shout outs? So for happy shout outs, we've got uh, Sports is <laughs> Life, uh, Jose Juarez. NFL Outsiders, uh, Raider Talk, Raider Nation Talk. You can find them on Twitter at Talk Raider. Uh, Raider Cody, uh, he does the uh, Raider Cody podcast with uh, nice. Chris Wysong. Uh, thank you to those guys. Zach Bush, Red Zone Hive, The Fantasy Blitz, uh, Brett Mills, Piston Rings podcast, Snack Time Fantasy. Uh, David Lear, uh, he is a Bay Area sports writer. Um, the Kicker and the Outlaw, that is a fun podcast. You can find them at KO underscore Sports Talk. Paul Solano Jr., uh, Andy Webb, Smooth Operator. Very good, <laughs> very good name there. Uh, Phil Jr., uh, Alondra Pardo, once a Raider, always a Raider. Yes, sir. Um, Joe Raineri, LT23, uh, DFS Triple Double, Mojo, and Raiders Pick Fourth at Raiders Rush. Raiders fan since 2011. So thank you those uh, to all those guys uh, for following us on Twitter. We always try to bring uh, the most accurate unbiased news 
uh, to our Twitter page that we can. Also, uh, we are on Twitter at behind eye patch. No the in there, just at behind eye patch. And you can also find us on Facebook um, behind the eye patch, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Just check out, just check for our page on Facebook there. You can also, if you want to be part of the show, man, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail at 208 557 9771. Be part of the show. We'd love to play your voicemail back on the podcast. And as this thing grows, man, I mean, we've already had quite a few call-ins this season. Pretty excited for our first one. That phone's going to be ringing off the hook. I've, I've got a feeling. And and so I'm, we're pretty jacked for that. But enough about that, man. It, ever since the season has ended, I don't know what it is, but uh, I feel like everybody has just felt like they can take license to go off on the Raiders. And I think part of it is because – Khalil Mack didn't perform a bunch of magic in Chicago and didn't lead that team to the promised land. As we've just discovered now, Cooper uh, was unable to lead his team to the promised land either. Uh, Cowboys just being eliminated a couple of days ago from the playoff race. So I think what's happened is a lot of these people's narratives have now fallen through the cracks and uh, there's no more the, – the blame game for John Gruden is the games – there's no game anymore. So I think people are inventing stuff to come up with. And, and you know, along, along with this move, this Oakland Raider move to Vegas – um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty jacked because I'm hoping that we'll also kind of get a turnover of people who actually report on the Raiders because I tell you what, the, uh, this small band of brothers or group of groupies, whatever you want to call them that, uh, uh, are currently, uh, reporting quote unquote on the Raiders has, has really just gone down the tubes, man. And I think it's because of the move. And I think a lot of people are kind of seeing the writing on the wall that their their job is uh, could be moving with the Raiders. So it's like free, it's like open season on John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders from from people who are reporting on the Raiders. And it's just like as much dirt and as much junk as you can dish out, then everything's kind of free range. And it doesn't even have to make sense as we're about to hear from some of these rants. So you listen for yourself, Raider Nation, and tell us if we're crazy or not. Tyler, what do you have ready to dish out for us today? You know, ever since that loss to the Kansas City Chiefs came, like, if we touch on that for a second, it's probably yeah. a second too much. Like, we got destroyed. <laughs> it was the end of the year. Uh, Kansas City was fighting for their lives. But, you know, I, I just, I, we've been saying it for the past two or three podcasts and the fact of the matter is we have to be careful about what we read what we retweet and what we like uh once this week i've had to unretweet um i don't know if that's proper verbiage or not but i think it works uh, i had to unretweet a tweet because it was just a fallout a blatant lie and somebody called it out, and uh, the 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 person who had made the tweet originally was like, "No, that's not the case." Blah blah blah. Well, I I actually unretweeted that and apologized to one of our followers who um, 
follows us, I guess. I don't know where I'm going with it. I'm so upset. Anyway, I had to I had to apologize <laughs> and say, I'm sorry, you know, our site, we really try to, you know, only report on stuff that is factual. Uh, we're not looking for political slants. We're not looking for you know, garbage takes. We're actually looking for facts. And digging through those sometimes is difficult. And, you know, sometimes we find out later that something isn't true. But anyway... One of the ones that came out from Vic Tafer after the after the uh, game against the Chiefs just kind of had me fuming. It still makes me a little bit upset. It says Raiders kind of knew a beating was coming today. That it also being the last game made it tough pill to swallow. But Gruden can't criticize players or scheme would take away from bad roster and great effort themes. It's like what kind of garbage crap is that? Like. It takes away I, from his from Gruden's theme of people on a he has a horrible roster and people are trying to work hard. Yeah, this roster is devoid of talent. It's depleted. We've got a lot of holes to fill in the offseason via free agency. But like that's just some like that's just looking somebody looking for uh, a fight. In my opinion, I don't know. Am I crazy? Sounds like somebody who knows that their job might be on the fritz, and so uh, is just kind of going all in on whatever he can find. Uh, so, so I don't understand what he's saying. Is he saying that the theme, John Gruden's theme, has been, uh, has been to blame it on the scheme or on what, what's he what's he trying to go for? Yeah, he, what's his angle? He, I don't really know. It's just that if he said that if he criticizes players or the scheme. It would take away from well, we've got a. I guess he's been preaching they have a bad roster, and but they get great effort. And he always says, yeah, the guys gave great effort. But I think Tefer yeah. is saying like he's not going to go back and say, well, it's my scheme that's the problem. It's oh, I it's, see. Uh, it's not, not Gruden's critic- fault, right? He's not Gruden's not going to go back and say, well, our schemes suck. He's going to say we just. Are we don't have a lot of talent, but we're really trying hard out there. That's been his. That's been his. And I'm just like, well, yeah, crap, dude. Yeah, they are trying hard. Their roster isn't real great right now. Uh, when you trade away I, people for think, picks, your roster is going to be less talented. When you have 16 players plus two others on IR or designated, you know, they can't return. That is going to make a roster have little to no talent. When you're playing four, fourth stringers at safety, no offense, yeah. but you're playing four string safeties. Yes, of course, you know, your scheme. There's a not, reason they're fourth string. Yeah, there's a reason they're fourth <laughs> string, and they are giving great effort, but it's like, why would Gruden go back and have to say, well, my scheme sucks? I don't get it. Yeah, I, that, I, that's the problem. Like, like, here's what here's my thing. If you can look at the Raiders roster right now and you tell me, yeah, this is great. I think this there's a lot of talent here. This is just fine. Then you need your head checked because this team does give good effort. But like we've, I mean, we've been preaching this all year. Man, these players are putting them. I mean, how many times have we seen the defense drop sure-handed interceptions, drop picks? In some cases, drop what should be a pick sixes. You know, things like it's just like, but they're just they don't have the talent level. They're not that. You know, they are they're, they're free agents 
for a reason, or they were free agents for a reason. And they were signed like to one-year deals for yeah, a reason. They're, 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 they're third-string safeties. They're these guys. I mean, th- th- it's a reason they're third string. It's a reason these guys weren't picked up in free agency. There's a reason. So, so if you can look at this roster and say, "Yeah, this is fine. We've got we've got a solid roster heading into next year." In fact, I wouldn't make many changes on this. Then you're screwy. I would say you're batty. You're insane. That's not the case at all. I can pick out maybe five or six guys, maybe seven. If I think real hard, most of them be on the offensive line that I would go, now that's some solid talent. That's some solid talent. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah I mean, of course. Carr, you've got. That's Osemily, not an excuse. That's a fact. Hudson. It's a fact that this team does not have talent on it. And that's a well known fact. But Vic, that, again, it's we've gone back to this. It's manufactured drama by Vic, unfortunately, in this case. Um, and it's, it's for, we've talked about it. A lot of those podcasts, it's, it's, it's popular right now to bash Gruden, bash the Raiders, bash, you know, letting Mac go, letting Cooper go, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know what, that's, that's, it's, it's a, it's a big popularity contest for a lot of these guys. Unfortunately, instead of doing your job and, and these guys are supposed to be quote unquote analysts. You know, that's a pre- I mean, I'm sitting here, man, from my dungeon, and I can analyze that the Raiders don't have much talent on their team. Unfortunately, a guy like Vic has decided that, uh, uh, no, it's more scheme, and it's on John Gruden, not uh, this team's got plenty of talent to, to get the job done. Um, no, I think by about week six, week five, we understood that this team didn't have enough talent to get the job done. So I guess if it took you till week 16 and you still believe that this team has the talent to get the job done, then, uh, you know, I can't help you in that case. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's insane. But that's just manufactured drama, more manufactured drama. And, uh, you know what, maybe, maybe Vic is one of those, you know, when we turn over a new leaf in Vegas, he'll, uh, you know, we'll also maybe find a replacement for his his uh, his position. I in hope reporting so. On Raider sure, News. hope so. So, who's next, Tyler? Next We're up lining on them my up hit here. list. On my hit list is do uh, it. Bill Williamson from oh, the uh, Raiders Snake Pit. Let me just tell you, go check your head if you are actually paying for that content because it's garbage. <laughs> It is absolute garbage. This was his take after the uh, Bears lost. Uh, he said, sent out a tweet saying that Khalil Mack, quote-unquote, balled out. Uh, Micah, would you like to fill us in on Khalil Mack's statistics in said game against the Philadelphia Eagles, in which the Bears won as many playoff games as the Oakland Raiders this year? Yeah, and and you know that that heavy contract to Mac is really paying off and taking them to the promised land. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Tyler, and it's been oh a little while since I've looked at these stats, but I believe he had six solo tackles and one tackle for a loss, zero sacks, and zero pressures on the quarterback. Would I be correct on that? That is 100% accurate. That is exactly why you pay the man. 
20 what what is he up to 23 million 24 million uh right 25 this year, million this year i think he's only making 13 million Micah. Oh, excuse me. next year it jumps up to 22 million so ah, at, yes. at 12 and a half sacks you're paying the man a little bit more than one million dollars i can't remember the exact math it's like 1.1 million dollars per sack uh wow. on that so yeah um again let's not lose sight of the fact though that according to billy williamson six tackles six solo tackles one tackle for a loss zero pressures zero sacks uh is considered balling out balling by a defensive out. end that is is a defensive player that many believe is the best in the nfl or at least top two top three at the most i mean you're gonna have people argue for guys like von miller in there uh a guy who registered you know no tackles in a game against the raiders but uh um but this is this is again this is analyzing at its finest this is and he actually called himself an analyst he said in a response because a lot of raider nation was like you're a moron uh in not so nice of terms (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he was like, I'm an analyst. It's like, no, you're an idiot is what you are. No, I can analyze those moronic. numbers and say nobody nobody in their right mind would say Mac balled out on that game. If he had a sack or two or a fumble or a recovery, something, yeah, yeah, he balled out. But he did almost nothing. I mean, people will say, well, Tyler, come on now. They got a scheme for him. Okay, cool, but who won the game and who took him out of the game? So yep. you know, scheme for that. You know, and uh, I don't know, but <laughs> here's that's all. That's here's all the my problem. Balling out would be Max game. I believe is against the Packers. Yeah, that's balling. Where he had out. like he had like two strip sacks, one fumble returned for a touchdown. I think he had like three sacks at the end of the game, one fumble returned for a touchdown, and another forced fumble. That's balling out. If 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 six tackles, no pressures, no sacks, and one tackle for a loss is considered balling out, then Raider Nation, I got news for you. Ardent Key is an animal, and he should be worth about $25 million a year if that's considered balling out. Because Ardent Key, as we've talked about, is putting himself in position in a lot of plays, in a lot of games, and he's really, towards the end of the season, you saw him more and more making plays, tackles for losses, getting in there, disrupting plays, putting himself in position, just needing to needing the game to slow down for him a little bit in order to make some of those plays. And I'm telling you what, if, if, if that kind of performance by Mac is considered balling out, then we've got, according to Bill Williamson, uh, he should just absolutely be delighted with Ardent Key. I mean, he should just be going absolutely batty over Ardent Key's performance every Sunday. I mean, I can't imagine what he thought of, you know, Mac's game against the Packers. That It must have been godlike for Bill Williamson, like best defender to ever play the game mm-hmm. um, kind of talk from him. In fact, that would be an interesting research to go back and see what he thought of that game. But come on. Come on. Uh, you know what? We need to take a poll. If that's... We need to take a silent poll and say, what do you think of these numbers? Would you consider that balling out, yes. quote unquote, in a game? If that's... And see how many people would say, yo, yeah, that's absolutely balling out. I'll bet you, Tyler, we'd be at about 90, there'd be about 2% 
including Bill Williamson himself, <laughs> knew what that what, what was referred to and would and would click yes. There would also be part of that percentage that accidentally clicked yes, and then there would be about ninety eight percent that would be like, "Are you on crack?" Yeah. So that is absolutely uh, ridiculous. Again, this is coming from anymore. a man who who has who has set himself up as an analyst. Yeah. You need to follow his content. Pay him, pay him for that kind of knowledge. Exactly. Pay him for that kind of nonsense. If that is balling out, then my five point in a game average in church ball growing up should have gotten me to the NBA. That's all that I'm gonna say. Easily. Yep. You shouldn't be sitting your podcasting no, with I me. Shouldn't you should be, be I should be You should be making, in a mansion like Birch. I should and, be. Uh, I shouldn't be like just, living in the scrunge of life trying to pay back student loans. I should be a billionaire <laughs> by now. <laughs> Oh Good my gosh! Grief. And just remember, Khalil Mack. You know the Bears are get to pay him. And uh, Bears do again, get to pay you know, him. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just really quickly on that. You know what? Gone. John Gruden was sold on, or wasn't sold on, is that Mitchell Trubisky could take that team to the promised land. And I tell you what, Mitchell Trubisky in that game, he had a few good plays, but man, he was. You know who reminded me of? Reminded me of Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles will have that. Two or three plays in a game where it's like, whoa, that was a decent pass. But then he will just absolutely have lame ducks in a game. And you're just sitting there going, did that really come from that man? Did he really throw the ball like that? And I'm telling you right now, I've ne- I, and I, I've said this since week one. I'm, I'm not sold on Trubisky. And Gruden wasn't either. And uh, Trubisky way underperformed in that game, in my opinion. And uh, that'll be something interesting to watch as this team moves forward. Especially when it comes down to, you know, when it's time to pay him. Is that going to be something that becomes an issue or not? Or, um, and then in that case, Mac becomes a non Mac is just part of a team that's constantly rebuilding. And, uh, you know, have fun over there. Because that, you know, you get what you pay for, I guess. Get what get. He got his money, got his check. So, anyhow, dude, is your hit list longer? Do, oh, do yes. we need to continue to move on here? Oh, my gosh. Nobody's safe. Who no do you got next? Nobody's safe this week. Next up on the hit list, Levi Damien. Levi Damien just tweets crap all the time. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like, it's just, I, at least I don't have to pay for his content. But it's still just, like, he says some of the most disturbing dumb stuff that i've just i've ever heard i don't have a specific uh instance this week but like the last couple weeks it's just been like hatred here let's sprinkle in a little animosity there let's add a little (laughs) pinch of of uh bitterness here and it's just like dude seriously like I don't even want to read your content anymore. Thank you for making it free, but I don't even have the desire to want to dive into free content anymore. So actually, don't blame us, Raider Nation. We're just the messenger, man. This we can't help it if these people don't think before they, you know, grace us with their knowledge and and their insight. But I tell you what, we're sure not going to stay silent in the name of of whatever when when. I don't care who it is. If if you say something dumb, you said something dumb, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you you said something dumb. So Tyler, what did Levi grace us with this week? Uh, you know what I I don't even really have like like I said I don't really have a specific instance uh, this week where uh, Levi insulted me or my family or uh, or my dog 
or, or anything <laughs> like that. But it's just it's been like ever since the end of the year, it's just been like. Uh, uh, like I said, just like little knife shot here and sprinkle in a little animosity there. Uh, but sounds know. like another reporter, quote unquote, analyst that's probably going to be turned over. Yeah. You know, when Oakland leaves for Vegas, he understands that. So he may as well uh, take a few pod shots on his way out the door again. You know, I, with this move is going to be good because hopefully we get some fresh, uh, fresh faces and some fresh uh, insight on what's going on with the Raiders instead of uh, kind of the garbage than what we've been getting recently in the, in the hot takes, uh, if that's what you want to call them, the clickbait and the um, uh, just, just the overall garbage from most of the quote-unquote analysts that cover the Raiders. And uh, it sounds like, uh, sounds like we might be getting some of that turned over and sounds like it's about time too. So, oh, and then like, uh, oh, there's been a couple people that I usually get along with, or not like that I know them, but I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can agree with agree a lot with, of their yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and a couple of them have come out with this, you know, like it was very popular after C.J. Anderson had that huge game. A couple guys were like, oh, and the oh, Raiders yeah. cut him, and and they're idiots. Not, well, who said that? Somebody said once a Raider was it Matt? No, it was Debau or Debeau, Josh. Josh, and he was, and he was like, remember, this was a guy that Gruden didn't think was fit to be on the Raiders team. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I I do want to say C.J. Anderson, the hats you know, off they, they to him, a, right? Yeah, dude balled out, but the dude looked like he ate a ball or two as well. I mean, he he. Dude's beefed up, and and I mean he he that that Rams line did a heck of a job opening up for for Anderson, but they needed to because just for him to fit his frame through those holes, it needed to be obscenely large. Because poor Anderson, man, he was not that big uh, in Denver, no. if I'm not mistaken. He looked because like that dude looks Natron like Natron Means or something. Yeah, I mean he looks like the 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 holiday season was really good to him and uh he imbibed uh to no end and uh, uh but but the fact that uh, how long was he in in Oakland how long was he in the like 3 days yeah i don't even know. i mean i, mean, I, think I don't even think signed, it was a full week dude i think we signed him at the beginning of the week and he was inactive the day of our game and then he was gone like it like maybe yeah. a week but then uh, but again uh, proving the point that it's it's popular to bash Gruden, you have guys like like Josh come out and say, you know, once a Raider, always a Raider. Remember, this is and, and he. I tell you what, I I saw a little bit of that conversation, and he took absolute hell from Raider Nation, which he should, <laughs> um, because here he was again trying to get that jab in. Look, Gruden passed up on this guy. Look, he's having a baller game, right, right. And and it was one game, and it was like, are you insane? John, this guy wasn't even a Raider. This guy isn't a Raider. If you ask Raider Nation, be like, if you if again, if you polled Raider Nation and said, C.J. Anderson, you know, was he one of the better running backs that Raider Nation ever had on a roster? People'd be like, oh wait, I guess we did sign him, didn't we? I forgot about that. What are you talking about? Stop smoking weed. So, so get off of it. Again, just absolute garbage takes from people. But it's all in the interest of popularity and clickbait. 
And uh, again, it's popular to bash Gruden and his decisions right now. So this is what you're going to get, unfortunately. And another person on the hit list, Tyler's hit list. Oh my gosh. Uh, John Middlecoff. Don't listen to a thing that moron says. He's just, he hates the Raiders. I don't know why, but he's an absolute turd to follow. So I don't follow <laughs> him, but he pops up on my timeline with something stupid that he says just about every day. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I I mean, I get the once a Raider, always a Raider, but don't you have to suit up for a game first? And shouldn't you have... I would think so. Like, shouldn't you play in a couple games before you're like, oh, we cut him and that was a stupid move. Like, you know, if Melifonwu balled out, let's say he turns yeah. into a gem, then, yeah, that's kind of... Rub it in our faces that we cut him. He couldn't stay healthy, so we cut him. But rub it in our face. Not somebody that we saw, that the Panthers also cut halfway through the season was living on, you know, he was on the street. I don't know if he was living on the street. I hope he would take care of his money a little bit better than that. But anyway, <laughs> you know, comes off the street, and then he, he's he's playing awesome for the Rams. I There's nothing to take away from him there. Absolutely But not. it's like... It's like really, I gave I gave Josh a uh, a Stanley shaking of the head from the office on that one. So if you're curious <laughs> of what GIF that is, just look up Stanley from the office. It's one where he shakes his head and looks down at his desk. But anyway, just your meme game is strong. I do have. I may not be the smartest person on Twitter, and I may not get the most listeners. But you know what? I got a dang strong meme game. Uh, anything from the office. There is a meme, any situation, there is a meme from the office for said situation. So For every occasion, yes indeed. That is my hit list this week, Micah. There's more, but uh, I, for the sake of, of being too negative and driving away people, those are my call-outs this week. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know what? Again, don't blame the messenger. If you're going to say stupid stuff, we're going to call you out on it. You know what? And if you hit the nail on the head... We'll call that out, too, as we've done in the past. So, uh, Tyler, thank you for that. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. We, we gotta, My pleasure. We've got to keep Raider Nation in check, man. we got to weed out the fakes and the frauds from the, from the real. And uh, that's just what we do here at Behind the Eye Patch. We also keep it political-free and family-friendly. Always. Because we figure, you know what? If you come here to listen to our podcast, we're going to guess the last thing you came here, if, if you saw Raiders podcast – I don't think you clicked on Raiders podcast uh, to listen to the political viewpoints of the day. I think we figured you actually wanted to listen to a podcast about the Raiders. I know that sounds weird in today's age, but uh, we're going to keep it that way. So, dude, let's move on after that after that feisty hit list yeah, you had sorry. going on there. Let's... But I'm not sorry at the same time. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be sorry. Um, we're, uh, before we get to our mock draft and we talk about the draft. Um, heading into the offseason, man, give me a couple of things for this team as a whole. A couple, couple of the biggest questions in your mind that uh, stand out for the Oakland Raiders uh, heading into 2019, getting ready for free agency, getting ready for draft, ready to rock and roll for the 2019 season. What are a couple of the biggest questions in your mind that need to be addressed for the Raiders? I know this is going to sound stupid, but I think the biggest one is where in the Sam Hill are the Raiders going to play? <laughs> Good one. Uh, yep. I mean, it would be nice to know. I think the deadline is February. Like, they have to nail yeah. down a place. 
Uh, and I've heard everything from London to playing at AT&T Park where the Giants play to playing in yep. Levi Stadium to playing in Fresno to playing in San Diego again to playing in Utah in Tucson to playing in Utah in Salt Lake. Um, I, I've also heard that recently perhaps they're going to stay in Oakland one last year. To me, that's like... That's where I, what I would like to nail down is, okay, where are we playing uh, so that we can move on to, to other things? Um, and, and maybe that's not important to people, but to me, that's kind of like, uh, where is our home? And uh, yeah. so anyway, that's what I would like to know. Second question on my book is, uh, what do we do... What do we do with Derek Carr? This is a question that you and I have answered for ourselves. We give him another year. There is a lot of Twitter chatter, and I realize it's just Twitter chatter, but there is a lot of chatter about just trading Carr for the right price. Uh, I'm hearing like a first round. I've even seen some people say a second rounder. Yeah, I'm not trading Carr for a second rounder. I'm sorry. No way. Uh, it's going to take a first and probably a mid rounder, uh, first and a second, or a first and a third, uh, to make me even consider getting rid of him. But I've seen that going around, and I've also seen uh, like who people would bring in, Nick Foles. Uh, I've also seen people that want to draft a quarterback high in this draft, which I think is stupid, even though Kyler Murray uh, declared for the draft. And you've got Haskins from Ohio State. I don't think any of those guys are, are worth no. a, a first-round draft pick, in my opinion. And I, could, I, I know I'll be wrong because there will be somebody that takes a, yep. a, a role on both of those guys, and I bet they both go high first round. Uh, also, Drew Locke, but I'm seeing either a rookie or some other vet uh, to come in, and I'm like, I watch Nick Foles. To me, Carr is way more special than Nick Foles is. Carr has way more potential uh, than Nick Foles or anybody else like that. I think we know who Nick Foles is. He's a system quarterback, and I really think that when Derek Carr comes out this year, second year under Gruden, a whole offseason to know the playbook, to run the playbook, to uh, have command of the playbook, and also for his receivers to do so, I think I would not be surprised to see 2016 Carr back. Would not surprise me at all. And so I don't think we need to worry about the quarterback, but for some reason Raider nation is concerned about the quarterback position. What is your thought on that point? You know, here's the thing. First off, you know, talking about the draft and, and with those picks, I think Raider nation should be excited that Kyler Murray is entering the draft because I think indeed either one of the three teams in front of us, or somebody's going to trade up to to grab him because I think he's outstanding, the number one quarterback in this year's draft. I think Haskins from from Ohio State is extremely overrated. I think he's a backup quarterback in the NFL at best. Um, 
and I Drew Locke, I think he, that's a develop. I, I think he's got the tools, but I think Drew Locke is a guy that in two, three years in the NFL could become something special. Um, but I think Kyler Murray entering the draft is big for Raider Nation in the fact that there should be a big name on defense that's still going to be there for the Raiders to be able to pick up because I guarantee you somebody's going to move up into one of those top three positions. If not somebody already, I've got to look at again who's in front of us. Um, uh, you've got uh, uh, the Cards who have their quarterback. Yeah, they've got their guy. I don't think they'll they'll move from Rosen. Rosen showed promise. The 49ers have Garoppolo coming back. Yep. And they have Mullins. Or Mullen? Mullen. Mullen. Yeah, Nick Mullen. Nick Mullen. And, uh, and then you've got the Jets who also have a quarterback. So, see now. That's interesting because I believe the 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 Giants are right after us at pick number five, and they obviously are in desperate need of a quarterback. And there are a couple ways that they could go. I, it's, I the Giants. I think the Buccaneers need themselves a quarterback as well, and I I think they might be six, six or seven. I could see either of those teams moving up into the top three, or even perhaps trading with Oakland to try to go grab Kyler Murray. Um, with those three teams already set with their quarterback, um, I could see I could see the Giants or the Buccaneers trading up, grabbing it. But there are a couple other ways they could go. I think if I'm the 49ers, I'm shopping Mullins hard because I think there's a market for him. Uh, Mullins is a guy. Also, there's talk that, you know, the Eagles, Eagles have some, they're going to need to move on from somebody. Either Foles or Carson Wentz, both of those are going to be big time yep. players that can make plays. And and again, if I'm the Bucks, if I'm the Giants, I'm looking at those options as well. Um, so there, there's actually a fairly decent crop of quarterbacks hitting the free agency as well that I think teams could swoop in on. So that's going to be interesting to watch play out. But Kyler Murray's a special talent. I think, I do think he could become. I think he could become like what we saw Teddy Bridgewater starting to become until he hit that injury. And Bridgewater's um, a free agent this year too, so he may he, he may end up somewhere uh, as a starter. And that's another team uh, now they're not, you know, they're going to have a pick after a while, but the Saints if they do decide to move on from cuz Bridgewater's with the Saints right now if I'm not mistaken, backing up because everybody thought yes. he might be the heir apparent there. Yep. Um but I could see, you know, I think the Saints might go quarterback round 1 or 2 with with a late pick. Um, with Drew Brees, especially if Drew Brees, something happens, they go win a Super Bowl and he hangs it up, you know, and on a high note kind of a deal. Um, but I think the Raiders right now with Derek Carr are set. I wouldn't even draft a quarterback this year yet to develop. If something happens and the Raiders are terrible again in 2019, and I'm talking like 4-12 and 12 or worse kind of terrible, I don't predict them going... 12 and 4 next year no. but I do think we see an improvement. I think it's a 7 and 9 to between 7 and 9 to 9 and 7 type season for the Raiders. If it's not at least that and we see the Raiders in a top 5 pick position again, I think there are some solid solid options to a 
from Alabama, uh, also Herbert from Oregon. There are going to be some players there that the Raiders are going to be able to pick up and plug in immediately, in my in my opinion, to be able to jump right in there and 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 make a difference. Now, obviously, there's a learning curve there, but uh, players that aren't going to be developmental like uh, like uh, the young man out of Missouri this year. So um, I think if I'm the Raiders, I, I, and I've got full faith, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. I think Carr's going to come out. Carr, this this last half of the season, dude, was on fire. He was on fire. A little reported fact, unfortunately, by many of the analysts in Oakland. But uh, Carr, Carr was was putting on a show when he had very little to do it with. And that impressed me. And I think you're going to see the Raiders work hard in free agency, work hard in the draft to get some p- players around him to help him thrive. I think Mike Mayock is going to be huge in that aspect. And I think John Gruden and him are both on the same page and understanding that that's probably top priority. I know we need a pass rush, but that's top priority for at least for this offense is to get some weapons in there for Carr. And uh, so I, I, I fully, I have full faith that Carr is going to be the quarterback, not only next year, but heading into Vegas. And I think there are going to be a lot of good things for Raider for, for, you know, in store for Raider nation with Derek Carr at the quarterback position. I'm not giving up on him yet. Nope. And that kind of segues into my my last question. I guess my top three is where we're going to play. What do we do with Carr? What do we do at wide receiver is my is my yeah. third. Because, you know, everybody's like, well, what, what about uh, the edge rushers, Tyler? Well, we're going to do something there. I imagine yep. we're going to go out and sign uh, – I'd like to see Frank Clark from the Seahawks yeah. get signed. I don't really like, I'm not big on Jadavian Clowney. Don't know that he mm-hmm. sees free agency anyway. Uh, but there are some people that would be serviceable at edge rusher while we develop uh, Arden Key um, and, and people like that. I know the edge rusher is going to be taken care of. I know wide receiver is going to be taken care of too. But where? I mean, if you look at our roster right now, wide receiver is like depletion city. It's like we started off with Cooper and Bryant and Jordy Nelson. And now we're down to Jordy Nelson and Seth Roberts and Marcel Aitman. And that's like, I I don't even know if I can name any other (laughs) other wide receivers. We lost LaFell. You know, to to injury. injury. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's it's been rough. It's been rough, and and that's definitely that's that was one of my big questions heading into the off season. Uh, Well, one of them, I had a couple. Um, One of them obviously was the pass rush, and I think you're going to see that heavily influenced in the draft this year. The other one for me is the running back position for Oakland. Oakland has kind of a conundrum. If they do indeed play in Oakland, as that rumor has kind of surfaced this week. Um, it would not surprise me to see Lynch stay one more year. Him sign a yeah, you know, a team-friendly contract, and for him to go out on, you know, try at least, you know, put his best foot forward and try to go out on a bang. If you do that, I think you bring Doug Martin back. I think you cut Washington, and then you let Jalen Richard and Chris Warren the third battle for a third spot on this team, um, third roster spot, and then drop whoever you know is unable to make that into. Um, onto the practice squad, but I'm really intrigued by Chris Warren the third. 
I love Doug Martin's running style, but dang it if that dude doesn't fumble at least once a game. And I swear it comes at the most inopportune times. And usually when the team gets the ball, you know, deep in our territory, you know, at our 20-yard line, ensuring points for the opponent. And that just bugs me a little bit. And so um, I think that's a big question mark. There are also some big names you know, in the draft, this draft, the running back position is pretty heavy, and I'm pretty jacked about that. It'll be interesting to see what the Raiders do there, because um, to me, that's going to be a pretty big need, especially if Marshawn Lynch doesn't come back. Uh, I, I, I'm not. A, I think Washington's gone. Jalen Rashard, you know, I mean, he's had the problems with the fumbles as well, and and that's just man. That, as much as I love the pocket rocket, he's just you know. I love him out of the backfield. I love the way they're able to usually get him into space. But dang it, if that dude doesn't cough it up as well. And between him and Martin, man, I feel like something's got to give. Somebody's got to go. Um, if if this is, I mean, and this isn't, you know, one-year sample. Jalen Rashard's been fumbling for a while. You know, Doug Martin, the same thing. Um, so I think uh, I think maybe you go Chris Warren the third. You go Jalen Richard, Doug Martin, then you draft a guy. You cut uh, Washington. Marshawn Lynch is no longer there. Let's pretend. And then you draft a young rookie. And then, uh, you know, maybe you fight it out between Jalen Richard, a rookie, and Chris Warren the third. I think Martin, just because of the experience, um, will, you know, would, would have a presence in the backfield uh, automatically kind of a deal. But uh, there are some young running backs that we'll get to later that uh, I do like in this draft. So uh, to me, that's a big question mark for the Oakland Raiders, one of them, uh, heading into this offseason. will be interesting to see if and how they address that. Speaking of that, one of the ways they will address a lot of these issues is going to be in the draft. So, Tyler, it's the field set for the Raiders. Number 4, number 24, and number 27, if I'm not mistaken, right off the top of my head. Those are our picks. And you know what the great thing is? With all the needs that the Raiders have, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna butt heads with Vic here, and I'm going to say there are plenty of holes on this team to fill. That even though we have pick number 24 and number 27, there's going to be value there for the Raiders, and there are going to be players that they're going to be able to pick up and plug in to help stop some of the holes on this team. Um, I think it's, uh, the Raiders, you know, with the right picks, they have the chance to really uh, uh, put on a show here. Uh, so let's, I think we need to do a quick mock draft. Let's see what mock we come draft. up with as with, with Micah and Tyler as the GMs, uh, the Mike Mayocks, if you will, um, of the Oakland Raiders. So let's see, let's, let's run through, let's just do, uh, you want to do a three round mock draft All right. Uh, through the draft simulator and let's see what we come up with the three rounds, especially now with the first round being set. So let me get through here. Uh, and we do this on FanSpeak for those interested. FanSpeak, you can do all kinds of uh, different simulations. You can do all you can do all the rounds if you want. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a pretty neat process and be able to just kind of keep up. Also helps me to see kind of other teams' needs and, and what, uh, you know, what kind of is going on with a lot of other teams. That's really... Um, uh, just kind of gives you some insight uh, on what's going on there. So I'm going to do, uh, they were last updated. They updated their rankings. I'm going to go draft tech at the top. Uh, I'm going to run my draft through them. Tyler, who are you running yours through? I can do that as well. 
I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna do fan speak, fan speak Steve. Uh, he keeps up on the team needs for this. So and draft then, uh, tech. Yep, and then I did fan speak Steve okay. for the. Uh, and then obviously I I select the difficulty on difficult because you know in real life things are difficult. Yep. They are not classic or easy, or very rarely are they that way. So three rounds mock draft. Let it begin. So, let's do a little mock drafting, Raider Nation. All right. Dude, I'm, like, nervous now. I'm getting ready to draft. Like, I'm not even picking. I'd be, I'd be a mess, man, if, uh, uh, if I was doing this in real life. So, this is interesting for mine. Nick Bosa's number one overall. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Simmons, defensive lineman, goes to San Francisco. And then Ed Oliver goes to the Jets. So I have Quinnen Williams, defensive lineman here from Alabama. Greedy Williams or edge rusher Josh Allen. Now, for me, Tyler, I like our interior guys. I like the rotation that we have. And Quinnen Williams, I mean, he's a big force in the middle. But I, I'm going to go with Josh Allen, the edge rusher out of Kentucky, for my fourth pick in the fourth overall pick in the draft. Who are you going for? Uh, Cleland Farrell went number one in my draft, which I... Wow. Sure. Uh, and then <laughs> Nick Boza, and then Quinnen Williams. So I've got Greedy Williams, Ed Oliver, and Josh Allen uh, as the top three uh, people there. Uh, Rashawn Gary is also there. Um, and then we've got Greg Little, the tackle from Old Miss, and Jonah Williams, the tackle out of Alabama. Uh, I, too, am going to take Josh Allen out of Kentucky. I like Allen. I think he can put on some weight and, uh, and still be fast. So I'm going to go Josh Allen, uh, edge rusher out of Kentucky. Nice, nice. You know, I'm sitting here now with the uh, 24th overall pick, and surprisingly, Devin White is still on the board, linebacker from LSU. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but I'm going to take what it's given me. And if Devin White's there, I think that's a no-brainer. It's a, it's a position that the Raiders have long needed help at. And uh, I think Devin White, he's a sideline-to-sideline type player. I'm going to go Devin White, linebacker from LSU with the 24th overall pick. Um, I'm going to do the same thing because for the first time... Now you're time, just copying me. <laughs> I know, but for the first time ever, and, and if Raider Nation listens back to the podcast, I've we've done like, what, four or five of these? I've wanted yep. Devin White every time, and every time he's taken the pick right before me. So I am going to go Devin White, linebacker, uh, horse-riding linebacker, uh, out of LSU. Nice. Nice. Now, this is interesting. I've got uh, Damian Harris running back from Alabama. A.J. Brown, wide receiver from Ole Miss. David Montgomery running back from Iowa State. I think he's solid. But you know what? I was talking about I like a rotation in the interior of that of that defensive line. This is tough because Christian Wilkins, the defensive lineman from Clemson, is there. And gosh dang it, if that dude just isn't a stud... But you know what? Ah, that's tough because I, li- I like adding him on the inside. I feel like that would just be that would just 
I mean, you want to talk about a complete transformation out of that defensive line uh, for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, you know what? I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know what? The car needs some weapons. Car needs some weapons. So you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep my trigger off of Christian Wilkins. I'm gonna go snag AJ Brown, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Add a little. Add a little size for Carr to find in the secondary there uh, for my 27th pick in the first round. Tyler, All right, you got? I am pretty much the same things except I'm I'm gonna grab Christian Wilkins on nice. the D line. Nice. That's just almost too good to pass up. I, you know, watching him in that title game, dude, he was a force to be reckoned with, and you know, throughout throughout his his uh, career, yeah, I mean, he's he's put up some beastly numbers. So, I mean, to have him in the rotation, I mean, that's that, that's tough to beat. That let's is put tough it that to way. Beat. So you'd have right, first man. Hall, Jelly, Vanderdoes, and Wilkins, and that means yeah. that you don't have to go back and sign Hankins or McDonald. Or really any, you know, anybody else you'd have if if yeah. Vander does can stay healthy. Did I say Jelly too? Can't remember. Yep. But yep. anyway, Jelly's in there. So yeah, that's a pretty decent five uh, interior lineman that you could rotate and play situational ball with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my draft, my first round looks like this: Josh Allen, Devin White, Christian Wilkins. Nice. I've got Josh Allen, Devin White, A.J. Brown. Moving on to the second round. You know what? I've watched David Montgomery play from Iowa State, and that dude just is an absolute animal at the running back position. Do I want to address it this early, though? That's. I've also got Damian Harris sitting here, who's obviously a stud. Um, I'm just looking at my options you know, I've got Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver from Arizona, still sitting there as well. Dare I double up on the wide receiver position for for Derek Carr? And you know what? I'm gonna go a little crazy because I have another running back in mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna go snag Nikhil Harry as well, wide receiver out of Arizona State. So I'm gonna double up AJ Brown, the big body, and Nikhil Harry, the big body, for Derek Carr to find there. I like that. That Derek Carr now all of a sudden has a pl- has a ton of toys to go play with. Tyler, second round, who are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go wide receiver two, but I'm gonna go uh, Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma. He had nice. he tweeted out uh, with flames a video of Derek Carr throwing the ball. I think he wants to be a Raider. I want guys that want to be a Raider and play with Derek Carr. I have no problems or qualms at this point. I'm pulling the trigger on the speedy Marquis Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma. I like it. I like it. So we're heading into round three. Our first two rounds look like this for me. Josh Allen, Devin White, A.J. Brown, and Nikhil Harry. Tyler, what's your roster looking like right now? So Josh Allen, Devin White, Christian Wilkins, Marquise Brown. Nice. Nice. So here I sit. Gosh, this is tough because there are, there are, you start getting in. About that third round, you start kind of getting into some names. You're like, okay, I don't, you know. 
doesn't they don't maybe uh, jump right off the page. In fact, actually, Marquise Brown is still sitting here for me. Uh, that I find that interesting. Um, but uh, let's see here. I've got Hakeem Butler, wide receiver out of Iowa State, but I've already taken uh, my uh, my couple wide receivers here. So, man, my my running back who I want, I can probably get later. Um, De- later in, the, in in later rounds so um man this is a tough one dude this is really tough because there are a lot of you know what actually no it's not i'm gonna go snag michael jackson corner from miami uh, raiders could use a little extra corner help and uh i'm gonna we can pair him up uh let him and nick nelson battle for position there nick nelson didn't have himself too shabby of a second half either um obviously the rookie you know, he, he looked like a rookie at times for sure, but he, he, he played some solid ball for the Raiders. He's definitely stepped in there, but I'm going to grab Michael Jackson, cornerback from Miami, uh, to help out in the Raiders secondary. Tyler, who are you going with? So this is interesting, and I don't think there's any way this happens unless he tests horribly in the in, at the combine, but Nikhil Harry is still on my board in the third wow. round. So he's sitting there. Uh... But, and so is Riley Ridley, um, Khalil Hodge, the linebacker from Buffalo, is sitting there. I think he could be pretty, pretty special. Um, but I've got a a running back sitting here who owns the the Kentucky all-time rushing record, and his name is Benny Snail Jr. Sorry. Benny Snell Jr. And I am going to take Benny Snell Jr. with this pick in the third round. I like it. I like it. Addressing one of my big question marks heading into the offseason for the Raiders. Snagging the young man out of the uh, out of the University of Kentucky. Again, looking at this draft and looking at the running backs in this draft, dude, there's a loaded running back class, in my opinion. And there are, I mean, anywhere from round one, I, I would not snag a running back in round one. I think for the Raiders, I think you can still get some top quality running back position in round four, maybe even five. I think you're still going to be able to, to draft a stud. And maybe that's something we look over next week. Let's look over the running back class and uh, and pluck out maybe half a dozen names or so that, uh, that, that are, are high on our list. So... Here's what, through three rounds, I've got edge rusher Josh Allen, linebacker Devin White, wide receiver A.J. Brown, wide receiver Nikhil Harry, and cornerback Michael Jackson. Tyler, what are you looking like through three rounds as our GM? I have the same first two picks that you have. Uh, Josh Allen, edge, linebacker Devin White. Then I have Christian Wilkins, the D lineman from Clemson. Marquise Hollywood Brown, wide receiver from Oklahoma, and then uh, Benny Snell Jr., the running back from Kentucky. Nice, nice. I like it. Well, you know what? And that's the thing. Even with 24th and 27th overall pick, there are so many holes on this roster that need to be filled that the Raiders are going to be able to find value there, even at 24 and 27. Obviously not where we wanted it, where we thought it was originally going to be. But you know what? I think it's going to work out at the end of the day. And I've got full faith in Mike Mayock and John Gruden 
you know, pulling the trigger on these players. So I'm pretty jacked. I'm pretty jacked for the draft. Plus, you know, the free agency is going to set this all up. We're going to really be able to tell what happens, you know, heading into this draft after we get through the free agency and see what holes we fill through the free agency. We've got some money to spend, and, you know, we're going to dangle that carrot out there with the Raiders heading into Vegas soon. So that's definitely uh, a plus, I think, for trying to pull some extra talent in on this team through free agency. So, Tyler, is it time to let our listeners know how they can enter this this Raider Jeff Dead Pirate Sports Las Vegas.com sponsored episode. How they can get in on this action and try to win themselves some merchandise. Almost. I'm going to hold it just for one second. Um, okay. I, I don't know if you saw, have seen the rosters for the team for the senior bowl that uh, we'll be coaching, but I. Okay. No, I haven't. If you. Think back to uh, the episode "Chilling with Mahomes." You remember who we were speaking yes. with on that one? Yes, I do. Mr. Hema Hemuli Jr. He yes. mentioned a linebacker's name out of Utah, Chase oh, Hansen. Yes. And get I pull up the uh, the Senior Bowl linebacker gl- group uh, for the North team, which. Uh, that's the team that the Raiders will be coaching. And lo and behold, Chase Hansen is one of the linebackers no in kidding. that core of players. So I just want to give a shout-out to my good friend, Hemahemuli Jr., for being a seer into the future. And, man, take yourself a bow because that was <laughs> – nobody saw that coming. I guarantee you. Nobody saw that coming, and uh, our our good friend Hemahemuli Jr. pegged it. I mean, he just right there. He said, "Yeah, Chase Hansen is a player that you could look at coming out at linebacker or safety." And uh, lo and behold, the Raiders will be coaching him, so we'll get a good a good glimpse of of maybe he becomes a Raider um, in later rounds. So good job, Hema. That's awesome. Way to be, man. That's awesome. Dude, speaking of looking into the future, I think that's a good segue into what this giveaway is all about. And uh, as we mentioned, Raider Jeff over at DeadPirateSportsLasVegas.com is uh, sponsoring this episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. The way that you can get yourself some free merch is this is all you got to do. We've got a question. We've got a a um a secret question uh, that uh, you're gonna have to do a little research on. You have to go back into the archives of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. You're gonna have to come up with the answer. You're gonna have to hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your answer. Send us a message. Then come back to the next episode. We will pick the people who have messaged in correctly. We will pick one person at random to win a $20 gift card to Dead Pirates Sports Las Vegas.com. Raider Jeff, he's got a ton of merchandise over there. If you haven't checked it out, go do yourself a favor. Go check out all this stuff. He's got some pretty unique stuff over there. So you need to go over there, take a look. We will be giving away a $20 gift card to his store. You can jump online, order yourself up some stuff, or maybe you live by one of his places, man. Drop in, say hi, and go pick up some merchandise, I mean, in the flesh. So, the question 
for today. Tyler, take it away. This is because this is uh, well. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to give it away here, but you take it away for us, Tyler. How can we get some peeps in on some free merchandise from Raider Jeff? So, Raider Nation listeners of Behind the Eye Patch podcast, you're gonna have to go to the archives. You are going to have to listen to the episode entitled Victory and an Ode to Reggie. Um, And this is the question you will have to find in said episode. Which one of us correctly predicted the final score of the Steelers and Raiders game? Was it Micah or Tyler? Now, to win said merchandise, you have to either like or follow our Facebook slash Twitter page. Remember, Facebook is behind the eye patch. Search for that. It will pop, it will pop up. And on Twitter, it's at behind eye patch. Now, you have to either be a follower or like that page and then tweet or respond on our on our page the correct answer to that and from those people uh, who do that we will draw a random name for a $20 gift certificate to Dead Pirate Sports uh, and that is once again thanks to uh, Raider Jeff so that the question again who correctly predicted the exact score of the Raiders and Steelers game, and what was the score? Awesome, awesome. So go do that, and then come listen back in next week um, for our next episode after this, and we will announce the winner uh, of that $20 gift card. Big shout-out to Raider Jeff for that. Tyler, before we wrap this thing up, man, because you and I sometimes, I mean, we think alike, but we're not on the same wavelength all the time. Do you have anything else for Raider Nation before we wrap this podcast up? Uh, today was the inaugural groundbreaking for the uh, new Raiders headquarters in Henderson, Nevada. Uh, if you haven't already done so, I would suggest hopping over to our Twitter page. There's a couple videos that show uh, what the facilities are going to look like. They look fantastic. Uh state-of-the-art, much better than what we have in Oakland right now. I'm not trying to diss Oakland, but this stuff in Vegas, guys, is going to be freaking sweet. Like, pools and indoor practice fields, outdoor practice fields. Like, it's going to be legit. It looks sweet. Uh, and and they broke ground on that today. So that uh, I think that's all that I have. Do you have anything else, Micah? Dude, no, that I was going to mention that because it looks pretty sick. And it, I mean, uh, let's be honest, it's no secret that uh that uh, the Coliseum is is uh looking like a Coliseum at this point. Um just the wrong Coliseum. <laughs> and uh uh so you know, it's it's we're Raider Nation is due and deserves a much needed update yes. whether or not you agree the update did needed to be done in Vegas or not. You know, at this point it's neither here nor there. But but uh, I'm pretty jacked to go down and tour those facilities and be able to go take a look and see basically this glorious edifice that is going to be It's like the a new shrine. Home. I mean, good grief. The thing is like <laughs> the really dang is. Taj Mahal. It's it like really Birch's house almost. 
Almost, almost. Not quite as big, Almost though. like Birch's house. Don't, yeah, careful there, Tyler. I, I don't. We, I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, big shout out once again to Raider Jeff for sponsoring this episode of Behind the Eyepatch Podcast. Raider Nation, we appreciate you hanging in there oh, and we've got listening. Some, uh, we've got some Behind the Eyepatch swag uh, going on yeah, as we do. well. You know what? I think uh, I think maybe at the 200 mark on Twitter, maybe it's time to uh, maybe pick a random winner for a T-shirt. Maybe even a hat or something. Or just throwing out a T-shirt. These T-shirts are sick. I will take some photos, dude. We'll get some photos up on Twitter and Facebook. Show the people what they're missing and if they want to get in on this action. Because I'm not going to lie, dude. This logo on a shirt. I'm wearing the white shirt. Tyler's wearing the black. Yes, sir. Both of them look baller and i will definitely be repping this when i'm in vegas um going to that uh home opener hopefully for the oakland raiders uh, well it'll be vegas raiders see now i'm gonna have to get you know i'm so it trips lightly off the tongue i'm just oakland raiders i'm just gonna start you know? calling them the raiders because we may play on the yep. moon one day i don't know at, at this point yeah i mean you know we've heard it all from london to to japan to you know San i mean yeah, Canada. I mean, it could be anywhere at this point. So, anyway, Raider Nation, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you in the next episode. Just win, baby.